Hello there, and welcome to the Paranormal Puffin, a potent puffin sideshow. And I'm your host, Jake Thomas, and sitting here beside me is Kita, the elk hound. Today, I'll be talking about a cool place in Austria that I recently learned about. And I want to, uh, chose to do somewhere in Austria because back in February, I noticed that uh, this podcast ranked uh, up in the top 80 of documentary podcast on Apple Charts in Austria. So I wanted to give a little shout out to whoever's listening to this podcast in Austria. Say, hey, I know you're out there and I want to thank you for listening to my show. So I decided to do some research and find some cool haunted place in Austria to learn about and share with everyone. And so the place that I found and was really intrigued with is Musum Castle. Uh, it's in Salzburg, Austria, I believe is how you say it. And it's got a really cool history behind it. A lot of paranormal stuff going on there from ghosts to witches to werewolves. It's got everything. So I saw that. I was like, I got to learn more about this place. And it is definitely a cool place, cool history, and I hope to someday get to visit it. It has entered my list of cool haunted places I want to visit someday. And so, without any more, I'm going to get to it and share with everyone what I learned about Muslim Castle this past week. So, it's a it's an old place, obviously, and it... Before it became a castle, it was previously a Roman fortress that, by the time the castle came along, was no longer there, but the same grounds uh, the castle got built on. Around 1191 is the first, like, real documentation of the castle being there. And after that, in around 1285, it was seized by the Prince Archbishop of Salzburg, and it it saw a lot of war uh, during its early years as there was the Austrian-Hungarian wars, the Flemish revolt against uh, Maximilian, um, German peasant wars. So a lot of battles, a lot of wars fought on the grounds of this castle and near the castle. So right there off the bat you got you know a lot of death associated with it because of the, the wars and the battles so that kind of you know gives it the grounds to have you know a haunting but you go in past that and there's so much more other than just war other tragedies other you know paranormal activity going around that sets this place up to be a prime haunted location and the major uh, thing that surrounds this castle is the Salzburg Witch Trials, also known as the, I'm going to try to say this properly, Zaburer Jackal Trials. Uh, it was a 15-year witch hunt, basically, uh, from 1675 to 1690, and there was around 139 people that got executed and from the result of being accused of being witches. And the unique thing about this witch hunt, in my mind, is a lot of the people who were accused and executed were actually male. And they were young. Like, teenage, young adults. 
men is who were the primary targets of this particular witch hunt. And those who were accused of being witches, they were tortured a lot before they were finally sentenced to death, eventually. A lot were had their hands cut off and were branded, often paraded through town as a warning. And then once they finally confessed, they were given slow deaths. Eventually, a lot were burned, I believe. And it was a huge range of ages in this. The youngest recorded uh, person was a young man who was about 10 years old. And the oldest was this old woman, Margaret, I believe her name was. And she was 80 by the time that she was executed. But a lot of them were like teenage just under 21 year old men but the one thing that they really had in common is a lot of them came from the lower class they were beggars they lived in the slums they were generally societal outcast and that could be they used the witch hunt as like an excuse to kind of purge them from society almost but it's got an interesting history for the uh, the witch hunt and how it got started. Essentially, you know, before 1600 in Austria, there wasn't much going on in the, you know, accusing people of being witches and getting all upset about it. But then in 1611, 1613, a uh, new archbishop came around, I believe, and he made... A bunch of like anti-witchcraft laws and they really caught on so by the time that these witch trials started in Salzburg at Musum Castle it really gave a lot of grounds to you know pick these people out and really torture them and get them to you know get to the point where they could execute them simply for being accused of being a witch and with them being in the lower class like I said they didn't really have much credit to their name, no one to really vouch for them, and it was just, you know, no one's saying you're not, so confess. And this really got started in about 1675, a lady named Barbara Kohler got accused of being a witch after she demanded alms from an innkeeper, and when he refused, she... Allegedly put a curse on him and she got arrested uh, for being a thief and for being a witch. And she was being tortured to, you know, basically confess that she's a witch. And during that, she admitted that her son, Paul Jacob Kohler, uh, was a sorcerer himself and had made a pact with the devil. And so... The authorities really took that and ran with it. And her partner at the time, um, not Jacob's dad, but just the guy she was with at the time, he confirmed. He's like, yeah, this is true. Jacob's, you know, in with the devil. And he does magic. And so they really started looking hard for him for a couple of years. And they never really caught up to him. He kind of started becoming a legend as, you know, they weren't catching him, and so his name was kind of becoming popular, especially among the lower class. He kind of became 
somewhat of a folk hero to him. And after, I think, about two years of looking for him, they received word that he had died. But then, after they found out that he had allegedly died, this young man who was 12 years old, a handicapped beggar named Felder Dionysus, known around town as Dirty Animal, he was arrested, and after he was arrested, he uh, told the authorities, like, hey, I know the jackal. And yeah, he, he's alive. I was just in contact with him a couple weeks ago. Not only is he alive, but he leads a gang of beggars. They live out in the slums outside of town. He teaches them magic, and they're all, you know, sorcerers together, and he's their leader. And so... From that point, they really started hitting hard all the, you know, begging teenagers and forcing them into these confessions. And they never found uh, Jacob Kohler. They never found the jackal. But they came up with, you know, there's nearly 140 people, mostly teenagers, and got them mostly all to confess to being... You know, sorcerers and witches and, you know, saying that they knew Kohler just because they were being tortured. So, really, majority of them probably false confessions and it resulted in death anyways. And so, I mean, that right there, I think, puts, you know, a lot of negative energy towards the castle. Gives it a lot of the potential to have hauntings, could be haunted by... These young men who uh, were tortured and put to death on false accusations, they could have something lingering around still. So, especially if, you know, maybe some of them did do magic. I don't know. They could have been real wizards. So maybe they did leave something behind. So, right there, that's a good start for a place to be haunted. But then there's more to Moosome Castle. Than just these witch trials. There's also werewolves believed to be at Moosome Castle. And werewolves, that's that's cool. Like we're going from witches to werewolves. Got all the W paranormal stuff going on here. And you know, I think it's kind of interesting on how the werewolves come about. I've seen uh, conflicting dates with the werewolves, so I don't know if it was two separate. Werewolf incident, or if it's just, you know, in the, over time, just dates got kind of construed. I'm not real sure. But I almost think it might actually be two separate incidents because the accounts, they're similar, but they're got no differences to them. So, initially, I found that once these uh, witch hunts kind of stopped, there's about a hundred years where things were fairly normal at the castle. And then about 1790, the archbishop removed uh, the bailiwick uh, from the area. So the church didn't really have as much presence there. Their church wasn't giving funding. So kind of dropped back into a more poverty state there at the castle. And 
with that, there's about early 1800s, I want to say it was, they started finding a lot of cattle and a lot of deer being like brutally mutilated around the castle grounds, outside of the castle, and no one knew why. Like, everyone's like, I didn't do it. You know, I don't know what could have done this. This is really strange. And so, with no one saying it, no one saying, hey, I know how this happened, they all just came to the conclusion, this must be werewolves. And no one, obviously no one's confessing to being a werewolf. I know I wouldn't confess to it if someone's accusing me of being one and, you know, destroying the town's cattle supply. But, so, they came to the conclusion that the werewolves must be the last remaining residents of the castle. The people who still live there. They're the werewolves. And eventually there were people who got accused. And just like the witch trials, you know, they were put through extreme torture until they came up and confessed and said, hey, I'm a werewolf. And then they were executed. According to the other accounts that I've read about the werewolves, it was about 1715 to 1717. There's this like two year period where same thing. The cattle, deer in the area kept coming up extremely mutilated. And, you know, they're like, hey, what's going on? I don't know why there's all these cattle and deer, you know, getting all banged up like this. And why are they all, you know, just dead and so same thing as before they're like hey these uh these must be werewolves in the castle and according to a joe nickel he did an investigation of Busom castle back in 2007 i believe it was he uh mentioned this instance of the werewolves the 1715 to 1717 instance of the werewolves and According to him, there actually were uh, two people who they accused. And like the witch trials, it was two teenage men. And they confessed to being the werewolves. And after being tortured and confessing to it, instead of being executed, they were allowed to live their days out as galley slaves. So, you know, leaves the chance that maybe there are still werewolves there if... The two known werewolves were allowed to live. You know, they may have passed that werewolf gene on, or who knows. But, yeah. That's kind of interesting. So you got witches and werewolves. What else could be going on at Mooseham Castle to keep the paranormal going there? I mean, it seems to have got everything so far. I mean, hey, but you know what? It doesn't end. They got the ghost, too. They're a ghost at Mooseham Castle. And this is a kind of interesting tale of one of, the, of the, one of the ghosts who may or may not be there. And I find this kind of cool. So, just one little back hint here. So, back to Jacob Kohler real fast. According to one source that I read, his father was an executioner. And this story here t- talks about an executioner who lived at Moosehound Castle much later 
the the witch trials. Uh, this was about the mid 1800s, so probably like 150ish years, give or take, from the the witch trials. But this man Antone, who a lot of people called Georgian Tony, was his nickname, and I'm sure I said that completely wrong. So please forgive me. But you know he was he was straight up an evil man. He enjoyed torturing people. They say he tortured his own parents. You know, any prisoners, he went to the extreme to torturing them. And it was like enjoyment for him. And then, they say he sold his soul to the devil just from how cruel he was. And then, as the legend goes, one night, this mysterious carriage arrived at the castle gates. And the gates opened by themselves and let this carriage in. The carriage came into the courtyard and a hooded figure came out. And that hooded figure came to Tony's door and began knocking and entered the room. And there stood this cloaked black figure and he said to Tony, Good night, sir, for I am from hell, and my prince has ordered me to prepare you for your journey. And then, as Tony begged this man not to take him, he pleaded not to go with this hooded figure. The hooded figure forcibly dragged Tony back to the carriage and took him away. And they say... That you can still hear Tony there. People say they've seen Tony. They feel a heavy presence in his old room. So, he may be there haunting the place still. As he never left. He just went to hell from there. So, that that's kind of interesting. There's just so much going on at this place. And I want to, I want to visit it someday, see what kind of energies it's putting off. But it's just, you know, a good round table of all kinds of stuff. It's got the witches, the werewolves, the ghosts. You know, it's got the history of the battles, the war taking place there. So it it is just ripe to have a haunting, and you know. I'd like to visit it someday, see what's going on there. And that's kind of like a quick little summary of what's going on at Mooseham Castle. I'm glad I found it. I look forward to learning more about it. And, you know, if you've ever been there and want to share experience, I'd love to hear it. Leave a review. Send me an email at potentpuffin at gmail.com. Leave a comment on YouTube. Connect with me on Twitter. I'd love to hear your story or any corrections you might know about this place. <laughs> and the best places I found uh, in my study that had the best write-ups was Little House of Horrors, Dark Tourist, and The Raven Report. They all had really good write-ups about this place. And The Raven Report really had a lot of good information about the uh, Salzburg Witch Trials, I thought. So, 
shout out to those places for providing good information for me. And that's going to do it for this week. You know, hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed sharing this with you. And I'll catch you all next time.